This book is a weapon. It is written to equip you with the scientific tools necessary to tackle questions on race, genes, and ancestry. It is a toolkit to help separate fact from myth in understanding how we are similar and how we are different. Our story began in Africa. The earliest known members of our species, Homo sapiens, evolved in what is now Morocco around 300,000 years ago, though most early remains are from the east of Africa. We're starting to think that in the beginning we came from a pan-African species, a mixture of diverse populations from around that mighty continent. We know that some early humans migrated into Asia and Europe within the last quarter of a million years, but their dominion outside of Africa was temporary, and they probably leave no descendants today. Around 70,000 years ago, another group of people drifted away from Africa, and the process of setting down new routes all over this planet began. Much of our global success is a result of local adaptations, fine-tuned by evolution to best survive environments on an ecologically diverse planet. Our quintessential nature as wanderers, hunters, farmers and social creatures meant that over the last few thousand years, Earth has become smaller and peoples from around the world have met, traded, mated, fought, conquered and a whole lot more. In these interactions, we engage with people who are different from each other. These differences are rooted in biology, in DNA, and also in our behaviour as social animals, in our dress, our speech, our religions and our interests. In the pursuit of power and wealth, the fetishization of these differences has been the source of the cruelest acts in our short history. The political climate has changed in the last few years. Around the world, nationalism is on the rise, and discussions of race seem to be more prominent in the public arena than in years. Stereotypes and myths about race are expressed not just by overt racists whose voices are amplified by modern technology, but also by well-intentioned people whose experience and cultural history steer them towards views that are not supported by the modern study of human genetics, the misattribution of athletic success to ancestry rather than training, the continued assumptions that East Asian students are inherently better at maths, that black people have some kind of natural rhythm, or that Jews are good with money. We all know someone who thinks along these lines. The ideas examined in these pages form a scientific description of real human similarities and differences that will provide a foundation to contest racism that appears to be grounded in science. Here, I'm focusing on four key areas where we often slip up by adhering to stereotypes and assumptions. I'm outlining what we can and cannot know, according to contemporary science, on the subjects of skin colour, ancestral purity, sports and intelligence. It is often easier to make a claim than to refute it, but as racism is being expressed in public more openly today, it is our duty to contest it with facts and nuance, especially if bigotry claims science as its ally. Some scientists are not that comfortable with expressing opinions derived from their research where it relates to questions of race. Nevertheless, if you study human genetics, the ocean from which human variation is drawn, you have little choice but to speak of race. The visible differences that are the roots of racism are encoded in our DNA. Therefore, science and racism are inherently entwined. Racism is an expression of prejudice, whereas science, in principle, is free from subjectivity and judgment. 
Reluctance by scientists to express views concerning the politics that might emerge from human genetics is a position perhaps worth reconsidering, as people who misuse science for ideological ends have no such compunction and embrace modern technology to spread their messages far and wide. But science is a powerful ally, and knowledge of science and of history arms us against preconceptions and prejudice. We have profoundly limited senses and short lives. We crave meaning and belonging and identity. Those aspects of the human condition are a rich soil in which prejudice can take root. The tool that grants us the clearest view of how people actually are, rather than how we judge them to be, is science.